Good morning, everyone, and a happy Christmas Eve to you all. It is time for the, um, the coach's rant from the coach's kitchen. Um, I'm sitting here in my kitchen this morning and um, was wondering what I was going to talk about on Christmas Eve. And last week I talked a little bit about New Year's resolutions and short-lived New Year's resolutions as opposed to how to take make a daily resolution um, as you go through the, the, the new year and, and create ideas for yourself and plans for yourself on a daily basis so that you can stay focused and, and stay a day at a time through that resolution so you complete can complete your resolution and get to the end that you're looking to get for. And which led me into today's rant. And today's rant is about one of my favorite things. It's a nutritional rant, but it's a nutritional rant that talks about a little bit about the diet industry. And a little bit about um, American obesity, which to me is is really really frightening. When I look at the numbers, you know, I actually do a little bit of research on these in the morning before uh, I start my chat. You know that thirty three percent of Americans are obese. That that's a pretty frightening number when you think when you, when you look at the other end of the spectrum, and you see that in Asia, less than two percent of Asians um, live with obesity. And there's there's reasons for that. And and I talk about these reasons and I've had these conversations before about how we buy into things in this country and the things that we're willing to do in order to look for quick fixes. No one in this it, it seems like no one in this industry is talking and, and, and I'm gonna say the diet industry is talking to people about long term change. You know, every ad you see is lose this amount of weight in thirty pounds, lose this amount of weight in two weeks, lose this amount of weight in ninety days. No one's ever talking about Let's lose this amount of weight and get in shape for the rest of your life, and which is what the focus that you that people should have. How do I change myself and and make that change again to be permanent? And that's a long term plan. And this is a long term plan that you have to execute on a daily basis. Do you know in 2018 Americans spent 60, 60 billion dollars? In the diet industry, supporting the diet industry. Let me say that again. $60 billion. To put that in perspective, that's enough to fund the operating budget for Planned Parenthood for 60 years. $60 billion in an industry that doesn't guarantee you anything for long-term life change or health. And that to me is, is absurd. And that to me is crazy. And I say, you know what? Wake up America and start taking care of yourself. That's the issue. Are you? Are are we? Have we become that lazy as a society that all we ever think about are quick fixes? Let's fix it now. Let's fix it now. Let's fix it now, and not worry about what's going to happen down the road. Look, I've said this a thousand times. The easiest way, and the best way for long-term health and better nutritional activity is to eat healthy and exercise. Right. Two things. Make healthy food choices and exercise. So many things in your life are going to change. The average American, here's another number for you. The average American last year consumed 130 pounds of sugar. Digest that. 130 pounds of sugar. 10% of America's disposable income last year was spent on fast food. Now, to me, these numbers are absolutely absurd. They're absurd. They're frightening. $60 billion in the diet industry. 10% of your disposable income going to fast food. 130 pounds of sugar per American consumed last year. 
processed foods make up 70-70% of the American diet. Why are we not making better choices? Why are we not eating more natural foods? Why are we not exercising more for long-term health and fitness? I don't understand it, and I don't understand the mentality. Look, it's funny because I see these ads all the time. One of my favorites is Nutrisystem. $300 a month, we're going to send you your food, and you're going to lose 30 pounds in, in 15 days or 30 days or whatever the guarantee is. That's crazy. I say to myself, $300 a month for them to send me food to control my life, because I'm not strong enough or I don't have enough energy to take care of myself. That's basically what's happening. You're giving a company $300 to send you little packages that you can make to control your life because you don't want to take the actions or the steps necessary to be healthy and to control your own life. To me, that's kind of frightening. And I think that people need to say, okay, I need to make two very, very important decisions going in to the end of this year and the beginning of next year. I'm going to eat healthy and exercise because these two things are the only two things I need to do to get more physically fit and to lose weight if weight loss is what I want to do. Look, I do this all the time. And 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 this is why I know that the results are there just from these two these two choices of eating healthy and exercising. I have athletes who I train all the time. I'm currently working with two two gentlemen. I won't say their names. Two gentlemen, I, and I won't say their names. I'm sorry. That's the thing about being live. Lizzie needs to go outside, so she barks, and we have to let Lizzie outside. Um, right now, two gentlemen I'm currently working with. One came to me about a year and a half ago. I'm 100 pounds overweight, could not run one minute on the treadmill. Not one minute at an easy effort. You know, he, he knew that he was in a life-threatening situation at this point in his life, and he said, I need help. Help me. I said, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to eat healthy and exercise. And he just looked at me. He said, what do you mean, eat healthy and exercise? I said, we're going to start to clean up the diet. We're going to take the processed foods out of the diet. We're going to take dairy out of your diet. We're going to take sugar out of your diet. And what we're going to do is focus on three things, protein, fiber, and fat in every meal that you eat. And we're going to start an exercise program. Fast forward to today, a year and a half later, this gentleman is down 100 pounds, has done 270.3s, two half marathons, and is now training for his first full Ironman. Why? Because he decided to take care of himself and make a few healthy decisions. Just two, I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to exercise. I'm currently working with a gentleman who's training for an Ironman. He came to me maybe 120, 130 pounds overweight. Four months ago, we started to work on this. I told him the exact same thing. We're going to make two very smart decisions. We're going to eat healthy and we're going to exercise. Another example of a person who could not run one minute without stopping. Today, he's running an hour and a half. He's down 70 pounds already and he's on his journey to his first Ironman that he's going to successfully complete God willing and weather willing on that day that everything works and he completes that Ironman, but he will physically and mentally be in the shape to get there because he made a decision to do two very important things, eat healthy and exercise. And again, it was just a matter of cleaning up the processed foods out of his diet. I'm very, I'm, I'm the anti-dairy guy and I'm the anti-sugar guy. And I believe these things need to come out immediately. These two things come out of the diet immediately. Get rid of the processed food. Look, when you go to the supermarket, where do you shop? Are you shopping down the aisles or are you shopping around the outside? Take pictures of everything that you eat. 
start to create mental images of what a healthy and nutritious plate looks like. These are simple things that you can do on your own. You don't need to send someone three or four or $500 a month to send you food because the other side of it is they're not going to send you an exercise program to go along with it. And that's what you need is a solid exercise program to go along with a solid, healthy eating program. It's not a very difficult thing to do. I believe anyone can do it if they're willing to make that commitment. Gentleman number two in this conversation actually told me I'm addicted to eating. And I believe that because I believe he was addicted to the pleasure that he found in food. And that's how he worked his way through his troubles and the things and the stresses in his life and things he was dealing with. He went to the pleasure source and the pleasure source was food. Well, now we have changed that. And the pleasure source is how good he feels after exercising and how good he feels after making the right food choices. Those things change the emotional aspect of it too. But you really have to dial in. You have to be focused. And I'm not sitting here saying it's an easy process. Trust me, I know it's not an easy process. I know that people who struggle with emotional eating are addicted to food as their happy place to go. And that is a very difficult pattern to break. But it can be broken if you do it again, just like your New Year's resolution, one day at a time. Today I'm going to get up and I'm going to exercise for a blank amount of minutes doing whatever it is I'm doing. Today I'm going to sit down and have three things on my plate at every meal. Protein, healthy fibers, and healthy fats. And fibers are your carbohydrates. A lot of people are confused. They don't think that vegetables have carbohydrates and vegetables are loaded with carbohydrates. Fruits are loaded with carbohydrates. We do not need these big globs of processed food on our plates every time we eat. We can make healthy, natural selections. And I don't care if you're a carnivore, omnivore, vegetarian, vegan, you can all make these same healthy choices to get your eating patterns under control. And then you have to find some kind of exercise source that you enjoy that's going to help you. And the slow process, the long, slow process will start to happen. And it is a long, slow process. And you have to be patient. I hear this all the time with people I work with. Oh my God, it's been five weeks and I haven't lost any weight. My question to them is, how are the clothes fitting? Because a lot of times what happens when you start this exercise program, you start to develop more lean muscle. And that lean muscle actually is heavier than the fat that's on your body. And it takes a while for the transition to happen where that lean muscle is burning more of the calories that you're taking in. So the first thing that happens is, oh, my pants fit a little differently. Oh, my shirt fits a little differently. Even though you're not losing weight. Your body is starting that transformation to to a healthier, a better functioning machine, and you have to let that happen. And then after that happens, you'll see in about six, seven, eight weeks, the weight start to really drop off. You'll start to see whatever exercise program you are on, whatever fitness program you're on, you start to perform better. You start to feel stronger. You're able to work out for longer periods of time. And this is a process, and it's a process you have to let happen, and it's a process you have to exercise with patience, but you have to exercise it every day. And that's the important thing. Oh, sure. There can be, you know, there's nothing worse than the planned cheat day. Sunday's my cheat day. You know, I really hate that. You know what? There's going to be days when you cheat. That's okay. Don't plan them. When they happen, don't beat yourself up for them. Just move through and say, you know what? I had a pretty good day, and then this is what happened, a company party, and blah, blah, blah. And then you're saying to yourself, I really don't feel good because you've been eating healthy for so long when you do have those those moments when you give in to something else and when you're in a situation where you may just have to have a choice of what's there, your body starts to reject that 
by making you feel a little bit off the next day. That's a good sign. That means that the transformation is happening. Your body is saying, I want to be fueled by this clean, healthy nutrition. I don't want to be fueled by these processed carbohydrates and sugars that are are weighing me down. You know, make healthy choices. It's very, very easy. Decide what you want to do for you going through the next year. Make it a daily resolution. Today, I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to exercise. Say that every day. Put it down in your book. I have my book right here. Put it down in your book, what you're going to plan out for your day. Plan, make that plan, execute that plan, reward yourself at the end of the day by putting a check mark at the bottom of that book. At Daily Fit Book, in our, in our schedules, when an athlete finishes their workout and they log that workout, they get a green check mark. That green check mark says, hey, good job. You completed what you had scheduled today. Now you can move on to the next day. Um, so make healthy choices. Let's get on the bandwagon. Let's, let's lower this 33% of Americans being obese. Let's start working on that number one person at a time. Everywhere you go, pass the word to your friends. Share it with your friends. All I need to do is eat healthy and exercise. I don't need to expend exorbitant amounts of money. Because here's another dollar thing I'm going to throw at you. 33% of Americans being obese leads to $147 billion of related medical costs. Let's reduce those medical costs. Let's get healthy. Let's be a healthier nation. Let's be healthier people. Let's make those choices that you need to make. Eat healthy and exercise. Be healthy. Train smart. Have fun. This is a coach. You all have a very Merry Christmas, and I'll be talking to you um, probably Wednesday. Have a great day. And, and, and Jack Rabbit, who is now Jack Rabbit, they're not the bad guy in this industry. They're in it to make money just like everyone else. Where the fault is coming is where the average retailer is not being proactive enough to keep their customer base satisfied by reaching out to the customer base. That's what I think you need to do. And, and I'm willing to help teach you that. I mean, I, it's, it's really not that difficult to concept. Probably a lot of specialty running shoe stores aren't even listening to this, and that's okay. But you know what? If you go to a specialty running shoe store and you're listening to this, say, hey, I listened to the coach's podcast the other day, and he had a really good idea because I think this idea works. This is how you stay ahead of, this is how you stay ahead of the Internet, right? And that's what you have to do to stay in business. You have to stay ahead of the Internet. We're all competing with the Internet, what we do. Look, I have an online training platform. I have an online business. I believe in the Internet. I believe in the scalability of what I do thanks to the Internet, So if you're a local running shoe store, you have to figure out your scalability to stay ahead of the Internet because you're doing something entirely different. Look, I don't want to see mom and pop stores go. I'm a big believer right now the way the industry trend is that five years from now, we are not going to see mom and pop retail stores around anymore. Um, If they don't start to get proactive, more customer centric and find out new and creative, innovative ways to take care of that customer who's been supporting them. Um, how does my weight affect the miles I get on the shoe? Man, sure to me, your weight affects the miles you get on the shoe. It's great, it, by the way, has a big effect on the shoe. And, you know, for years we, we were out there and we said, you know, okay, there, there, you know, there's big guy shoes. And I know you, Matt, and you're a big guy. Um, you're going you're gonna to break down the midsoles of, of a pair of shoes a lot faster than the 160-pound guy is. Unfortunately, Ethyl vinyl acetate, which is the, the main compound used in midsoles and shoes, is a spongy product. And the firmer it gets is better for you because at your size, you're going to want a firmer midsole than a, than a mushy midsole. That's why 
if you go into a shoe, you have to go into your store and say, I know I need something a little bit firmer because I'm, you know, I'm 280 pounds. You're going to break that midsole down a little bit faster than the average person does. So you're going to need to think about that. And you can always, you know, talk to me about getting a running shoe. I'll have no problem with helping you with that. My running shoe store does a running form class often. They always do gait analysis. But I want the mailing shoes because I love going there. It, it, that's, that's great. You love going there. And that's fine. And, and you should go there. But not everyone does. Look at the Internet sales numbers. I'm telling you. Not everyone does. Look, I had people come into my store and they would sit down and talk to me for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, because I would put people, I would do a foot evaluation. I would look at people in their barefoot first to see their most natural foot performance. And then I would look at their foot performance in a shoe. And then I would, I would evaluate their entire gait cycle before I picked out a shoe for them. Body alignment, the whole thing. And then at the end of that, people would say to me, well, I can get it on Amazon for $88 instead of $120. There are people out there doing that, and I've had people walk out the store and go. Look, that's, that's the nature of what the Internet has done. Your guy at your store can get ahead of that because he's running into that. He's, Rachel, he's running into that as well as everyone else is. Just because you're a loyal customer doesn't mean everyone else is. Look, if I know that I run in an ultra paradigm and I live 30 miles from my store, 20 miles from my store, hell, 15 miles from my store, is a long trip, right? If I know that I run in that shoe, what's the easiest for thing for me to do? Next time I need that shoe, hey, Amazon. Hey, Alter, deliver that shoe to me. Oh, free shipping, over $100 sales. Here we go. Throw something else in there. Send it to my house. Your running shoe store can get ahead of that with a customer who's going to do that by being proactive and saying to them, I care about you enough to know what you need. I've created this profile. Here you go. Here's a pair of shoes. And you know what? Here's the latest shorts by Segoy. Try them on. If you don't like them, send them back. I just thought maybe you might like them. Here's the latest pair of tights by so-and-so. Try them on. See if you like them. You know, this is what we need to do today in order to stay ahead of people getting online. It's easy to get online. We all do it. And Rachel, don't tell me you don't do it either because I know everyone does it. Look, I hated the thought of, of people buying online when they came into my store, yet I buy online all the time. <coughs> Excuse me. I told you we were going to hear some of that. Um, but that's, you know, that's, that's my advice to specialty running shoe store owners. You need, you need to think more about being outside of the retail box. And being outside of the retail box means not sitting waiting for people to come in the door, but going out and getting people your product proactively. And there's lots of ways, there's lots of other ways you can do that. You know, as a retailer, I had, I had running groups come to my store. I had clubs in my neighborhood and I would go out to these clubs and I would give talks so that they knew me as a, as a running shoe store owner. I think it's imperative that you're involved with every running shoe store. And guess what? It's another great way to increase that mailing list. When you, we know, look, if I get a text, bing, I get a text. I'm a happy guy. Dopamine releases in my brain because someone cares enough about me to send me a text, right? Well, if I'm sitting in my store and I'm saying, you know what? I was at the store. I collected this group of emails and phone numbers. Let me reach out to these people and let them know how I can help them today. You know, people want people to care about them. And I think that's, that's, that's a thing that we're spending too much time being angry, right? We're spending too much time as specialty running shoe stores saying, God damn Amazon, right? They're putting me out of business. They're putting everyone else. Instead, let's change that, that attitude. Let's take an attitude of, you know what? I'm going to beat them at their own game. I'm going to get out to my customer. I'm going to get out to my local guy and guarantee that local guy after a couple of times seeing that he's going to come in anyway. He's going to tell his friends about his great running shoe store guy 
Who sends him his shoes automatically every month when he knows that they're broken down? <coughs> because here's, here's another thing I'll tell you. <clears throat> if I got a pair of shoes in the mail at 400 miles, I wouldn't send them back if they're the right shoe for me. Because I'm saying to myself, oh, this is a shoe I run in. And you know what? I probably do need a pair of shoes. How many times have you seen pictures posted online with people's running shoes when they, when they get them in? Shoe porn, right? That's what everyone calls it. Why would you send them back? Well, I must be ready. The expert sent me shoes, so I must be ready. So, you know, we got we to gotta just find a way to beat the Internet because what is the Internet? The Internet is an endless aisle of product, color selections. Everything is out there, and the only way to get ahead of that is be ahead of that. You know, be proactive in your sales. Be proactive in customer-centric relationships. We are getting so far away from the customer-centric relationships that we're forgetting who we are. Look, in 2017, 31% of runners bought their shoes online. 31%. That's a huge number of people who are buying online. If we can start to reduce that number through the specialty running business by being more proactive, by getting outside of the box, by being on top of our customers' needs before they even know it, we can start to reduce that numbers, and your specialty guy can stick around. You know, five years from now, you'll still have your specialty guy there. You'll still be able to go in and hang out at the store when you want to. But it's important for them to do that. Um, if anyone doesn't have any questions, that's, I'm going to wrap it up. I like these things because I can do them nice, short, sweet, get the information out there that I want to get out there, talk to you about. I'm going to be doing these on a, on a weekly basis now. Um, I think this is a much better way for me to do my podcast as well, this will be recorded on iTunes. I'll post it up. You can always drop in um, to my iTunes link, uh, download it, and listen to me rant and run. I'm going to do lots of rants over the next couple of months as we're going through the year. Um, hopefully, there will be some helpful information for everyone. Hopefully, some people will be out there paying attention to this. Hopefully, you'll walk and people who are on here will go to your local running shoe store and say, hey, Coach had a great idea for you. And if your local running shoe store wants to talk to me about how to develop this concept, how to make it work, I will be more than happy to sit down with them and say, hey, this is how you can do it. And guess what? We can even take this a little bit farther as we develop the, the program and say to your customers, you know what? Do you need to have a, a, your gate um, reevaluated again? Is it time to take a look at that? Send me a video and I'll do that on video for you and send it back as part of my ongoing service to you as my valued customer. Make your customer feel valued. Take care of them. Be proactive. Get out there and, and rub hands in a different way. Um, as always, be healthy, train smart, have fun. It's been great. And I'll talk to you all next week.